The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they're fun, they're funny, they make you smile, they make me happy. If it makes me happy, it makes the show happier. Those are all good things. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Much sooner than you think. Here you go. What if Jesus was coming back in 48 hours? What would you do? What would you do different? All right. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use? Probably won't, but we can if we decide we want to be doers of the word and not just hearers of the word. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Good question. Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, that process. So if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, you have a prayer request, you have a praise report, you have an answer to Bible trivia, we want you to be able to reach out to us and touch. Here it is. You call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. You can also text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can email us. David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. Now that leads us to the website. If you go to the website, he must increase.org, there are audios, videos, pictures. There's things that are encouraging, things that are challenging. There's an opportunity to give if the Lord puts that on your heart, and we could use some of that now because we've gone through some of our bills. Ouch, just like you guys go through the bills going, yes, I want to have something left over. And then. And then there's a opportunity to get a free book if you want to do it electronically or for 6.95 you can get my latest book any of that stuff go to he must increase.org website he must increase.org he must increase.org email david at he must increase.org facebook he must increase ministry youtube he must increase ministry all right, now don't forget, if you call in, you get a chance to talk to Terrific T, and that's always terrific. That'll get your day going in the right direction. I'll share something with you that happened with me on the way to the studio today, 
And you have to know that if I call my wife before I walk into the studio to tell her about it, it probably is a little more uh, dramatic than the norm. That would be fair. So I was driving as I always do. It's a long drive. It's, you know, what's, you know, 37, 38 miles, whatever, from my house to the studio. And then you have to exit. There's this one portion where you are on uh, the 30 and you kind of move over to 35. And it's, you know, kind of like all the trafficy stuff. And uh, somebody was, I don't know if they were visiting from out of town or from Mars. I'm not sure. One of the two. And so they uh, were driving down in the merge and they decided in the middle of the merge to stop. Not not because they needed to stop, but they weren't sure where they were going. I appreciate that. But you probably don't want to stop in the middle of flowing traffic that's going 55 miles an hour. I don't know. So <laughs> the car in front of me put on their brakes. I put on my brakes. The guy behind me, I could not just see his face, okay, and the little thing hanging from his, his windshield. I thought he was coming through the back of my car, so much so that I smiled, I grinned at my, kind of like ground my teeth, closed my eyes, and just said, Lord, protect me. And somehow this car that was, I would tell you, was maybe two feet away from me, I mean, on the over my car, didn't even touch my car. I mean, it was almost like amazing. And then everybody got out of it. Nobody got hurt. There was nothing that took place. And I remember driving off thinking, gosh, was that like angelic? Was there some – I mean there was – there is like no way that that guy couldn't have – shouldn't have just gone straight through. He even he, even his facial expression was yowza, you know, like kind of thing. So I just want to offer up a thank you, Lord, for keeping me safe. Uh, otherwise, this broadcast would be a repeat and uh, possibly – uh, attached to my head could be a tire. But I'm glad that that didn't happen and all is well and God protects his kids. And I will just say thank you, Lord, for keeping me safe. Some of you are like, oh, that's a coincidence. It's like I'll take that as Jesus's protection all day long, just to let you know. All right, we are in Read and Ramble. So let's have our wonderful sound of Read and Ramble. Well, I'm that's right. We spared no expense. That's why we don't even finish the word blin. <laughs> blin. Okay, here we go. In Colossians, uh, we are in chapter 3, and we are picking this up. Uh, ba- basically, we talked about this in verse 15, but I want to launch into 15, the, the last half of 15 and in 16. So I want you to follow along with me. It says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. We talked about that. And for this or to this, you were called as members of one body and be thankful. So let's just back it up. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which is the bond of perfect unity. We all understand that the Lord asks us to forgive people at levels that you and I think, I can't forgive that, but they did so many bad things. And But the Lord forgave us so much more. And of course, by comparison, there's no comparison. It's like he forgave us 50 million and we're there uh, complaining about forgiving somebody for 50 bucks. And so that's what the Lord wants us to change that, put on the bond uh, of uh, put over us love, which is the the bond that, that perfects unity. 
And then he says, let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. And that's important because we don't always let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. We let other things rule in our hearts. We need to stop doing that. And then it says this, for to this you were called as members of one body. I got to tell you, people really dislike this element when you talk about this, but you do have a calling from the Lord. You have been called. You have been selected. You have been chosen. You have been elected. And in that choosing and that selection and and that calling and that election that God has put in your life, part of that election and selection is for you and I to be members of one body. We are supposed to be connected to fellowship. And then the next part of that verse, the last little part says, and be thankful. Why that's funny is because a lot of people go to church, and if you'll be um, for, forward with me, I mean, you'll just be honest with me the way that, that I think most people are. There are some church services where you go, great sermon, great worship. Uh, they even had cupcakes for visitors, of which I became one very, very temporarily. I mean, just all this great stuff. And then you go to church, and it's not the greatest sermon, and it's not the greatest this, and it's just like, eh, you know. It's all right. The idea is not to recognize or see church as your entertainment place. It's not there to make sure that you think eh, seven, eight, eight and a half, maybe a nine. You're there in church because God called you to fellowship. God called you to connection. And so you get there and you have that opportunity. And then it says, and be thankful, which is the exact opposite of complaining. So when you get to church and you go, there's no good parking. When you get to church and, oh, I don't like this. Or when you get to church and it's like, it's too cold. It's too hot. It's too bright. It's too dark. It's too loud. It's too soft. All of that. This isn't a con. We don't go to a fellowship. God calls us into fellowship. We don't go to fellowship with a little pad of paper and a pen and going, good this week, not good this week, kind of okay, kind of not okay. That's the wrong spirit to go to church with. We go to church to fellowship with one another and to corporately fellowship with the Lord. That's why you go to church. If God is truly at the center of your church that you attend, okay, and that's kind of an important point in this whole process, I'm just wondering if Jesus was sitting on the chair at the church or sitting at a prominent place in the church and you went into the church, would you look at Jesus and go, hey, worship could have been better? (laughs) Would you do that? I think not. That's what I'm going to say to you. I don't think anybody would be doing Well, then when you're not seeing the Lord and you're not seeing the fellowship, then it's easier to look at all the external things that are going on. And look, most churches do a pretty good job of providing and creating an atmosphere where it's not just safe, but there's this uh, freedom to worship and freedom to express and freedom to understand and to grasp and to, and to process. They'll even assist in you understanding the word. We don't go to church to evaluate it so we can put it on a list on a website and say this is good about the church and this is bad about the church. That's not what you were called to. You were called to fellowship, and while you're there, be thankful because the fellowship with God and the fellowship with your brothers and sisters, that's what you're going to be doing 
for all eternity. So if you don't like it, you better learn to love it because that's your future. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been running. What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Do you know how you keep going? Do you know how you keep putting one foot in front of the other? Do you know how you don't give up? Do you know how you don't quit even though you want to quit? You fix your eyes on Jesus. You see with God. When Peter went out of that boat and stepped on that water, there is no natural principle in the world, in, in, in any normal universe, that would allow Peter to walk on water. But he did one thing well. He looked at Jesus. And as he was looking at Jesus, the Bible says he walked on the water. He looked at his situation just focusing at Jesus. Then he took his eyes off of Jesus, and he saw the winds and the waves, and he sank. He lost the correct attitude when he stopped seeing with Jesus in the picture. Whatever you see, whatever you face, whatever you encounter, do not see it or face it in the natural. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So everything you see, you must insert the picture of Jesus. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Christian station here in Texas. We are getting ready for our first trivia question, and I will forewarn you as I will ask Terrific T now to play the horn. 
That is your warning in regards to this trivia question. You're just going to have to figure out what that warning means. True or false, in chapter 4 of John's Gospel, Jesus is seen as the soul winner as he speaks with Zacchaeus. True or false, in chapter 4 of John's Gospel, Jesus is seen as the soul winner as he speaks with Zacchaeus. Is that true or false? False. If you think you know the answer, you want to reach out to us. 972-445-0770 is the phone number. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then also you can check out, uh, you can send us an email, sorry, uh, by sending it to david at he must increase dot org. O-K-D-O-K. <laughs> there you go. All right, do you want to do DNA? We do a quick DNA, right? Yeah, we'll do it fast, all right? I'll do it fast. All right, uh, DNA, don't forget DNA. DNA is important because why? Because, because we need to do this, uh, have this in our system. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Don't forget it's daily. It's a daily walk. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means it's not always about me. It's not always about you. It's about other people. And I do want to say this real quickly, and I probably should bring this up. As you noticed in some of the teachings that we've been going through, I know that people are going to think this, that that we're doing seven books. We're doing uh Two, one, two, three, four in expository and three in narrative. So we're going through these books. Have you noticed that there's a lot of fellowship teaching in these? Can I tell you right now that has nothing to do with what I'm picking? Zero. It all has to do with that's what's written. So if you're seeing themes come that from all these different teachings and all these different books, now you know why. <laughs> See, because that's what the Lord wrote. See? Aha. Okay, now you did get the foghorn, so I'm telling many, many people to be careful. True or false, in chapter 4 of John's Gospel, Jesus is seen as the soul winner as he speaks with Zacchaeus. There you go. There's your opportunity to figure it out, 972-445-0770 or 214-210-8483 or david at hemustincrease.org. Let us... Uh, tomato and onions. No, let us continue in what we're talking about in Read and Ramble in Colossians because this next portion is delightful and you should be aware that this all applies to you. We just talked about how that we're supposed to let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts and to this we were called as members of one body. Okay, We are called by God to be members of one body. For anybody who's trying to figure out, well, is that one body, is that just my local fellowship? No, that's exactly what the whole text is about. We are all connected to the head, to Jesus Christ. And then he says, and be thankful, which means don't complain about, the, oh, the church is like this. Oh, the church is like this. You know, every time you do that, you are complaining about what Jesus has created. Well, if the church doesn't get it together, it won't do this. Church doesn't get it together, it won't do that. You can tell me that Jesus is going to fail in building his church? <laughs> that is not the Jesus we serve. And then we, we, we go from there and we look at the next verse in verse 16, and it says this, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you as you teach and admonish 
one another. This is all about the body. This is all about you being called into the body. This is all about us being connected to one another. And then Paul, well, Paul, under the verbal plenary process from the Holy Spirit guiding him, says, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. You don't need me to tell you or to yell at you or to encourage you or to even coach you to some degree. You don't need me to tell you you need to be in the Word. The Word tells you you need to be in the Word. Let the Word of Christ richly dwell within you. What does that mean, Dave? That means that you are in the Word so that the Word is in you. This isn't rocket science. I mean, rocket science is rocket science, but that's not what this is. It's we're supposed to let the word of Jesus Christ dwell in us richly so that it, so that it's in us. And the way it gets in us is for us to get in it. We got to be in the word. And there's a reason <laughs> that you are supposed to be in the Word. We already know some of that has to do with our ability to resist Satan because knowing the Word gives us the ability to shoot down temptations. But there's another reason. We have a caller on the line. We'll have them answer the trivia question, and then we'll come up with the other reason. So we'll put it all together in a nice package like a BLT sandwich. Ready? Okay. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Roger again. Hi, Roger again. How are you? I believe he was a soul winner. He was a soul winner. Do you remember remember the rest of the question, though? Here we go. You ready? The rest of the question. Okay, here you go. True or false, chapter 4 of John's Gospel, Jesus is seen as the soul winner as he speaks with Zacchaeus. That, yes. Okay, that's where it catches. So I'm going to give you half right. Okay, so we're going to give you a ding for the right part you got right. And that is, he is the soul winner, but he wasn't speaking with Zacchaeus. <laughs> he was speaking with the woman of Samaria. So, okay. so, so he is the soul winner, but in John chapter 4, he was talking to the woman at the well. Oh, yeah, stand. you got me then. Yeah, that's why. That's why we played the horn. That's why we tell people. It's like, ding, ding, ding. You got to catch this because he did. He was a soul winner. And, and Joy, Joy and Cordelia say, well, he was a teacher. Yes, that's all true. But the whole thing was it wasn't Zacchaeus. It was the woman at the well. <laughs> well I, I, I do have a question about. Uh, sure. You got to think about this one. Okay. Back in the Old Testament, there was a time when time stood still. Yep. And wasn't there a time when time went backwards? Yeah. There, so didn't that, yep. didn't that mess up the days? Is Saturday still Saturday? That's a great, it's an excellent question. See, I love people that think that way. That is a great question. And that the answer is probably. <laughs> 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 Probably, because it stood still, it went backwards, and it's like, well, is everything lined up? Who knows? <laughs> so, so 
then it's not about the day, it's about the way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly <laughs> right. Excellent job. There you go. Well, you're such a so delight then, to talk to. So that's when great. when people try to make it about the day, remind them of that. Yep, it that's a great one. It might not be the way, the real day. Yeah, it, and, and it's, it's about the way and not the day. That's it. Excellent job. Great job, by the way. Thank you, I, sir. I've got a few up my sleeve. When you call in, you bring them. I love it. I love it when you do that, okay? <laughs> Okay. I just, well, I had a, I was, I was, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I wasn't having a good day until I turned on the radio, and you made me aware about the truth. The truth is about what if you, even if you're going through a bad day, it's not as bad as what Jesus did that day. He's he went through the day for us. That is so, absolutely correct. You are 100% correct. What we go through, we think it's bad, but eh, yeah. not that bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, then we think about the journey of Paul, you know, all the stuff he went through. and his, I mean, we got a cakewalk. Yep, you're exactly right, and that's something Christians should recognize. In fact, Christians are like, they don't realize we are in, like, the luxury part of all of this whole process. Uh, it's just because we're so spoiled, we just don't think those in those terms. And it's like, no, no, they used to kill people that had faith straight out. We're not, that's not really yeah. happening that way in this country. You know, that's so for I sure. Just, I just remember that when I go through stuff, and then I turn on your radio, and then I... You bring up this uh, stuff that makes me think and makes me ponder, and why am I even bothering going down that road? So I get back on the straight and narrow. <laughs> that's, that, and that's where you want to be, man. That is exactly where you want to be, on the straight and narrow. You don't want to be in the wide and uh-oh road. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I'm not going back. I'm not going back there anyway. Yeah, I was amen. on that road. I'm not going back. Amen, brother. You know? Amen. I'm with you on that one. But you just keep doing what you've been doing. I love your way of doing it, and it's your experience. It's not my experience. I've got a completely different experience, but they're similar. Yeah, and they're all. You know what? When it's the Lord, He's the one that's doing it. And it comes out different for different people, but as long as it's the Lord as the author, it's okay. Yeah, he's the author and the finisher. That's right. That's right. That's exactly correct. The author and the finisher. Amen. Good job. Okay, well, I got a half right, so I got... You got a half a bell. (laughs) Yeah, you you got a half a clap. (laughs) I want to know. I got to know that I passed. <laughs> uh, be blessed, my brother. Did it? Did it? Oh, hey, and and this is another one that I'll, I'll go. Sometimes that there's some days I get up and I think God is saying, "Testing, testing, testing, <laughs> testing." That's good too. That's funny. <laughs> You, you, great Are you job. There? Are you there? Yeah, that's great. There? Making sure you're there. Making sure you're there. <laughs> Good job, brother. I appreciate it. Okay, there. Okay. I'm done with you. I'm done. You heard enough of my. Yep. Uh, 
my confessions. Uh, so there you go. All right. Excellent job. Uh, God bless you. You too. Uh, I'm going to get your information one of these days and 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 send you an email or something. You got it. You're welcome to. All right. We'll see you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Don't we have fun, fun show? All right. Now, I know we're running back, so we'll just uh, – I got to finish this teaching. So how do I what, – what do you, how do you want to do? We just we just come in late, can't we? We can just go out late, come in late. I mean, it's up to us, right? Okay. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I want to finish this thought on this thing because I don't want to – all right. All right. So let me finish this one thing. So we're going to go a little later than normal. Okay? All right. So just, 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 just everybody take a deep breath. People are like going, oh. <gasps> Change. Uh, that's what you get when you have a dollar bill and it only costs 25 cents. You get change. Okay. So I have only got like a minute. So let me do this real quickly. Okay. All right. So we were talking about this, that we want the word of Christ to richly dwell within us. Okay. Now we want that. And the way to get the word to dwell in you is to be in the word. Ah, ah, that's good. But it says this, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you as you teach and admonish one another. You see, the reason the word of Christ is in you is for you to know how to deal with the enemy and to be able to deal with the truth when you're faced with uh, a non-truth. In other words, the truth sets you free. The truth will free you from the power of a lie. The truth will do all those things, right? That's That's not difficult to understand. We got that. But also the word of Christ should dwell in you so that you, get this, can teach and admonish one another. There is no professional minister in the New Testament. We're all ministers. It just depends on whom the Lord wants you to minister to. That's all I want to say. All right, we're going to break here. Uh, got to let T figure out how she got to do it because she got to do the. We have our you know legal announcement you got to make, and she can figure out and do it any way she wants to. We might come back in a few minutes late, but that's all right. Every once in a while, you get to sleep in, right? Okay. All right, we'll take our break here. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM seven seventy, the Christian station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. All of what is the David Spoon experience? Well, all, all amps are louder. Because you see, ours, normally an amp goes from 1 to 10, see? But ours, they go, they go to 11, see? So ours are one more. They're louder, see? So you turn them all the way to 11, all the way up. They're louder. <laughs> I have saved the best for the for last because I know almost what I am doing, but not quite. The David Spoon Experience. 